Hey, Elmer Guardado. Hey, Andrew Street. Cassidy can't be fucked to show up. Cassidy's a gamer now, so he's protesting. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that gamer protests always work out well. So this podcast is off to the fucking races. We're going to be top of the charts now. It'll be just like when gamers boycotted X game. I can't even remember. But they boycott games and then they sell millions of copies. Mm-hmm. Cass is just he's boycotting the censoring, censoring of what? Chinese or Japanese games. Get That's the last thing gamers got mad at. Mm-hmm. Cassidy hates Winnie the Pooh references. Yeah. He's That's sending he's not here. volumes of anonymous messages <laughs> to mm-hmm. indie developers. <laughs> and those platforms, if you own a game publishing platform, you're probably listening to Cassidy. You're saying, you know what? We hear the voices of gamers. Mm-hmm. He is the gamer. Mm-hmm. The titular gamer. Every time, yeah. like, in PR, when they're like, Hey, gamers, comma, line mm-hmm. break, start the letter. Yep. They're talking, They're talking Cass. to Cass. Directly. Yeah. That CD Projekt Red apology, that was directed right at Cass. Yeah, because Cass is like, you know how the butterfly effect, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Starring Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Not the film, but the, the, the thing, the concept. The theory, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, like Cass, I feel like Cass is at the, at the center of everything, you know? If he mm-hmm. makes one move, the markets collapse. Mm-hmm. So they're watching, and they're talking directly to him. He is. The it market. always, if you if you look at the threads in the DMs, in the the side chats, the group chats, you know what the audience doesn't see. Every time Cass is excited about something, it turns into a huge controversy. <laughs> Cass could, he couldn't wait for Cyberpunk. It's a huge controversy. <laughs> I'm just saying. If Cass wasn't excited for Cyberpunk, we'd all be enjoying it right now. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would run <laughs> flawless on the Xbox One. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't look like fucking Grim Fandango. <laughs> oh man, twelve frames a second, cinematic oh, as hell. It's uh... you're listening to Gone Gold. Sorry, Elmer. It's uh, good to be here on Gone Gold. <laughs> uh. Before we start the show, we're talking a lot about CD Projekt Red. Breaking news as we started the show. It's off the PlayStation Network. Sony said... Sony Interactive Entertainment strives to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction. Therefore, we will begin to offer a full refund for all gamers... Cassidy. Purchase Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, for Cassidy. (laughs) There you go, Cass. Uh... Sony Interactive Entertainment will also be removing Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store until further notice. Is this so like is Sony taking the stance or did CD Projekt Red say you got to take it down? Cuz no, this, have you been Sony is saying like we're not dealing with this. Cuz that was the thing is that they CD Projekt Red came out and said you can request a refund. And then everyone <laughs> fucking went and requested a refund, and, and you know, well, the, the consoles are notoriously bad at this. So I think it was a, it was one of the, I think the Vice articles or something was saying how like yeah they reached out to Sony and Microsoft and other like physical retailers, and were like, did they, did, did you get notice about this? 
And I was like, nah. Nope. Like, they were just like, yeah. We heard when you guys heard. Go for it. They they passed the buck, so to speak. It's on Sony and Phil now. Yeah. (laughs) What a fucking mess. We're going to talk about this whole episode. It's all about cyberpunk. So if you don't want to hear early game spoilers about cyberpunk, I don't know. Hop off. Come back later. <laughs> There's not much to spoil, at least, I don't yeah. think. Maybe you wait one to two months until the game is fixed. You can play it, then come back and listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, no big I can't spoilers, believe... though. If you're playing along, you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, no major spoilers. Uh, I, I have to say, though, I can't even believe that they've... I feel like CD Projekt Red was like the fucking circle jerk, like, quote-unquote, for CD Projekt Red. Everybody loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were beloved. Robert said it out on our balcony like 10 minutes ago. He was like, the indie darling developer of The Witcher 3. They had that kind Mm -hmm. of like status. Or or maybe not status, but like reverence. In the comments of every single bad thing EA or Activision did, Mm -hmm. it was like CD Projekt Red, free DLC, free updates. (laughs) They care about their customers. Remember when they included that like, thank you letter in the witcher 3 do you remember like early copies of the witcher 3 had like a little insert that said like thank you players mm-hmm. and everybody was like this is the studio yeah. cares about us man this they had so it. much they had so much goodwill and they burned it all with one release and i don't know i feel like they're kind of reaping what they sow like i mean i know this is like marketing run amok um and you know the the executives just couldn't uh, let them miss another deadline, another the Q4 deadline. But boy, howdy, this is uh, this is what they get, and I feel like it reflects less on the developers of CD Projekt Red and more so on just how that studio has been managed um, with a game that everybody was excited for that had this much hype. Yeah, I saw a thing. I obviously, I don't know how true it is, but somebody was saying that the C- the Cyberpunk team had been moved on to finish the witcher three Mm -hmm. witcher three you know in the tail end of it needed to be fucking like all games brought to completion and probably needed every fucking all hands on deck oh yeah or all hands on shrek and that once they walked away from the witcher three they were like we need to completely reboot cyberpunk like the scope the expectations i think everything for this game probably grew post witcher oh yeah we gotta we gotta fucking go in yeah, and, and I also I, think they probably got dev kits for, you know, the next-gen consoles, and they're like, oh, okay, this is what we can do with this technology. But, man, remember, this this game was announced back in 2012. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, it just does feel like it got out of scope and just out of out of control, you know, because some of the, the bug and, and quality just... You could maybe attribute it to just the fucked up year that, you know, you don't have all hands on deck the way you would want to. But the fact that, like, it it's just so transparent now, like, why they weren't showing the console stuff, it's really hard mm-hmm. to give them any benefit of the doubt. And And you're right, like, it's never really the devs. Like, that's not who you're talking about. It's just the fucking pressure system, and no one was willing to admit that, like, you always need someone to just like, guys, we gotta, we, we can't. You need the one guy who's willing to just give the bad news. Yeah. 
And I feel like the game was never going to live up to the expectations, right? Oh, yeah. The game had way too high. Whether they said it or not, like, the... I mean, this was supposed to be the game changer. I am satisfied. I am... I feel like I got what I was expecting and more. I am very happy with the product, technical issues aside. You know, like there's like yeah. the game doesn't feel small. I don't feel like the marketing was really misleading. I think what I'm specifically talking about is obviously the bugs that they hit and like the whole only letting reviewers use like their fucking approved footage. Um all that shit's what's fucked up. But I think the game, like, I don't know. I feel, I'm, I'm very impressed, I guess, to say. It's a weird situation to be mad at a game, but also be like, I really like it. But I really haven't played it since the weekend because it feels kind of like, fuck, do I want to boot that up? I'm, all, I'm only going to play mm-hmm. for an hour, you know? It feels like, that feels like a game I have to commit multiple hours to because it might crash. It's going to be really slow to start up. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You know, I'm in for a fucking ride. Did you beat it? The main story. No, not even close. I played like 26 hours last weekend and haven't played and will hopefully get to play tomorrow. Okay. Because I think, I think the main quest line, non-side quest stuff, takes like 25 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard. I think I'm in Act Two. You, it, ooh, you'll act, know. You know when you're in Act Two. It, it tells you right, two. but uh, yeah. But I feel like it is Act Two post the heist. Act yes. Two is after, right after the title card. Okay, so I'm in Act Two. Yeah. yeah. Although I've, I've also heard that a lot of people haven't even gotten the title card. Like it just kind of starts them in Act Two. Which is another just weird bug. I didn't get it. Like, I saw the title card and everything. And I played as that that certain character. But apparently a lot of people just, like, were thrown right into Act 2 with, like, not a whole lot of ceremony. <laughs> Yikes. I gotta be honest. I, I like the main quest. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I like all the quests. I think uh, I really like the writing in this game. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's that's, to me, the biggest leap forward for, for this type of for this genre of game. Like, it feels like what I want out of a next-gen Bethesda game. Um, you know, because it is, it's it's an open world. There's a lot of side quests and a lot of divergent systemic gameplay. Um, that feels more organic than something that Bethesda puts out. Um, kind of ironic, though, because it's, you know, it's as buggy as a Bethesda game at launch. Uh, so we'll see if CD Projekt Red dedicates resources to resolving that, or at this point they're just focused on like the DLC. And I know they said the multiplayer. There's a multiplayer mode coming for this game in 2021. Um, very curious to see what that ends up being like. They but... were saying 2022 in the investor call, so I think that's already like. Uh, okay. Everything's been pushed. Yeah, I mean that's the right call. Like fix the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, and I I, I kind of don't doubt that they will. Um, like I do have faith. It's just like that. This shouldn't have been a problem to begin with. I mean, the Witcher was in a little bit of a rough shape on consoles, especially at launch. Yeah, but it's nowhere, it nowhere near as bad as this. Yeah, but they stuck with it. Like that game got updates for years. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, they're I still updating it. <laughs> I mean, and they're making fuck tons of money on this game. Oh yeah. Broke even on day one. So like, yeah. I imagine they're there 
for the long run, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And this is a franchise for them. Like, they know it's not just Cyberpunk 2077. We're getting sequels. We're going to get... I'm sure we're going to get, like, minigame spinoffs. Like, we got Gwent out of The Witcher. Yeah. And I, I agree with everything Robert said about the writing. I think the fucking character design and just every every character is fucking... Every character with a quest is uh, really just fascinating and interesting. But on top mm-hmm. of that, I'm, like, shocked at how much I fucking enjoy the gameplay like even the driving it's you know my computer runs at like 12 fps if i you know go over 50 miles on my motorcycle (laughs) but i like the weight of the car i like how it handles i like just the way you move you know you eventually get different upgrades that you know make your movement more fun um i just you know i decided to go full melee so I'm not even really using guns. I only use shotguns. And I'm a katana master. And the how much I was able to commit to that and truly just like make up for not having not investing in other stuff at all has been really cool and makes me really excited. And like as I'm playing, I'm thinking about like the next run I want to do already. Um so this game fucking kinda rules. I'm enjoying it. Same. So I I like the main quest, and I like the side quests. The story, like not the gigs or whatever they're called, those are fine. Mm-hmm. I think all of the side quests I've done and all of the main quests have been pretty awesome. Writing's great. I'm having like a lot of fun doing them. I don't like the open worlds, and I don't like uh, some of the, like, I went all in on stealth. Mistake. I think the stealth is a little rough. Hacking is cool, but, like, the it gets a little janky, like, stealth killing people with guns. Maybe it gets better as I upgrade. Um, I also, like, have had quite a few click X to grab, and then, nope, they just, I'm spotted. Yeah. And I don't know if you can, like, every time I'm spotted, that's it. Everyone knows where I am. You can Instantly. you can run away. Okay. You can kind of reset really, this, like... The AI a little bit. Outside of like the main mission that leads you into Act Two, I haven't been in like a situation where it would be big enough to run away without like fully leaving an area. Like if I'm in a little warehouse, nowhere to run. Right. So maybe that's why. Um. But I think the other thing is like I, I'm not. I really haven't like stumbling upon anything in the open world. I kind of just drive from point to point. Like, I select a thing on my phone, and then I just drive there. I'm doing and a lot of that, I feel like I pass too. the same buildings and same NPCs on the way there. I think the vibes... I don't know. The vibes are so good. I like driving around. I, I feel like motorcycle, I've, too, and that shit, you fucking... You have fun. I really like the open world in this game. I think that, like, like the city design is... Uh, one of the most uh, notable things about this game to me, the fact that it doesn't it doesn't feel like a hyper gamified city, like and there's so much verticality to it. And I'm like, oh, this I mean it feels it feels like a real futuristic city. And the whole time I was just thinking like, damn, you could make a dread game in this fucking engine in this setting, and it would be badass. But <clears throat> I appreciate that there are like highway overpasses and a lot of ramps in and through buildings, and I'm like, uh, and when you start getting more of the movement capabilities, um, it is pretty fun to kind of fuck around and see what exit and entry points there are for certain missions that you have to do. 
Um, but I do think that like the crowd AI uh, needs some work. It's it's pretty janky. Um, and anytime that like I want to just do things in the city to see like how the crowd reacts, it's always the same thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, this doesn't really feel like too emergent. Um, but there are like a couple, you know, for here and there I'll do some of the gigs, like I'll help out the, the cops for some extra money or I'll go like kill someone who's wanted. Um, and there are, there are like mini quests that happen on the map. Cause a lot of like side quests and main quests you see in your quest log, but there are little exclamation points that show up on the map too, that I kind of didn't really pay attention to at first. Um, just because I was like kind of trying to ignore a lot of stuff on the map, I'm like these symbols don't matter. This is I'm not playing Assassin's Creed. There's a lot of symbols too on the map. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the little the like the mini quests that I guess is how I would define them um, can actually be pretty interesting too. Like some of them, they're usually shorter than side quests, and they don't always lead in to like a, they don't lead into a quest chain. But they are mini quests in themselves, and they kind of, I mean, they remind me of, like, when you stumble upon something in Red Dead 2. And it's just, yeah. like, it's a short little, like, it takes you, like, Moment. 15 minutes to complete it. And then it's like, okay, that was that. That was weird, but I liked it. One time I was driving, and then this guy ran in front of my car, and he was holding his fucking crotch, and his crotch was bleeding. And he was like, I need help. And I dealt with Did him. Did you help him? Yeah, I helped him. <laughs> But that was just like a little moment, you know? Yeah. I think the game does have plenty of those moments. And, like, the, the open world is not what bothers me about this game. I also really like yeah. how the things trigger where, you know, when you drive by an area, so many times I'll be going on a mission or... I like that every mission feels very easy, too. You can... You have, like, sub-missions within your mission, but you can just go do shit at any moment. I really, really like that. Because sometimes when you walk into a new area, you just get a call... And then if you just hit right, it automatically tracks that mission. And I end up doing a bunch of shit just like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a lot of credit to just the characters. Like, they, they'll have fucking little interesting lead-ins that make you want to go chase down that mission. And, you know, I started uh, experimenting with the romancing options in this game. And I am very, very excited and impressed uh, to see more. Yeah, that shit is hot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking. It's, here's the only my, my only problem. Another one of my biggest problems with this game, though, and the fact that it's fucking cyberpunk, and it won't let you. It won't let you recustomize your character. So I've made a huge mistake uh, by making my character as ugly as possible. Because I thought like, oh, just I'll you know when I want to be cool, I'll go to a fucking barber and get it changed. No, I'm stuck like this. So during the romance scenes, <laughs> every time I have to look at my fucking character, I'm like. <laughs> Oh, this is a terror. This was a terrible decision. Why do you always I was do also... this? You always make the <laughs> ugliest fucking people. Yeah, they're iconic. I was uh, to your point, Robbie, about how nobody re- like the people don't react. Was that I? One of the first missions. It's like, all right, I'll be right down. I'll put on some clothes. But I had like put on clothes right before I went to bed. Uh huh. And then he said that I was like, I must still be dressed from the night before. I went out full naked yep and like nobody i completed missions and everything nobody said anything and then i finally went to the inventory screen i was like i'm fucking like dicks out (laughs) nobody says anything about this which dick uh dick one 
Penis yeah. one. Okay. Penis one. Yeah, that definitely happened to me too. Where like I had just finished. There was a sequence in this quest, uh, and it, you know it was it was a romance sequence, um, and it seemed that that ha- finished up, and then like you have to get out of the the vehicle and then go talk to like um, someone in the camp, and <laughs> like I didn't realize. So like during that sequence, like the game automatically took off all of my armor, all of my clothing, and I didn't even realize I was naked. So when I when I ran up to this camp and I started talking to this dude. I expected, like, I looked at my armor afterwards because he gave me a new piece of gear, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I'm talking to all these people naked, and nobody's saying anything. Yeah. My pussy's just out there. My shaved little heart pussy. (laughs) And, I mean, I guess, like, I wouldn't expect that from any other game, but I feel like just because they focus so much on you can have different penis sizes, and your fingernails are customizable, and, like... I don't know. I guess I expected that to be there. Like they would acknowledge what I look like or how I'm dressed or something. Yeah, you would think. But no. Maybe maybe they'll patch it in. Uh the game reminds me of GTA a lot. Yeah. Like I think 100% I feel like GTA I'm playing GTA some Fallout. I think is the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, GTA like, with like real like where you can actually role play. Yeah, like I think the things that remind me a lot of it, driving around, opening your phone to, like, call people to do missions. Um, like, the open world to me, like, it, it just has a GTA vibe when I'm, like, driving around and doing all that shit. Yeah. Uh, and then Fallout, yeah. A little jank. Like, I do wish some of, the like, the upgrades that you can do, like, had impacts outside of combat. At least everything that I've gotten so far, everything is kind of combat focused only. And yeah. like your beginning path doesn't really seem to do much outside of. So like, I've gotten a few different dialogue mm-hmm. options so far. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm very curious. What once we go into like full spoilers, I, I want to hear everybody's uh, path um, and how like how that changed different critical points in the game. Because uh, I'm curious to see if it does have that big of an impact. But you went corpo? Yeah, I'm a corpo. I'm a corpo El- boy. Elmer? Street kid. I went nomad. Ooh. So we got all the bases covered. Damn. And I so I think the game's I think very it's just flavor early, more than anything. But first hour of the game, if you don't want to know the first hour, there's nothing there. But I think the game opens differently, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Elmer and I were talking about our openings, and they were way different. Like, the the way you just are introduced to Jackie is so much different as Elmer Street Kid compared to how I meet him as a corpo. Okay. That's kind of what I thought, because I was thinking there's no way that the corpo path starts out the way that I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are, like, there are some, like, like... Uh, the dialogue options, like, it's not always just flavor. Like, there are, like, some critical dialogue options, and I want to know if those are changing how quests play out. Because, um, you know, there's some, like, because it's always, like, what the yellow text and the dialogue options is when it means, like, it's a critical dialogue choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get some of those that are Corpo exclusive. So mm-hmm. I like to think that those are, those are changing things a bit. Um, but, yeah, I feel like they're... They're... Well, my Alexa's going off. I apologize about that. Um, there is a, uh, a thing in... Alexa, stop. There is a thing... 
the the tree traits or the the traits in the game i think can be used non-violently uh depending on if you go it's like the cool cool factor and the tech factors i think are the most dialogue heavy um talent trees you can go down because i have noticed a lot of opportunities to use those skills when i'm just talking to people to to like take different routes in the quest but i just can't because i didn't invest points into those Mm -hmm. um so so I have a lot in cool, but I just feel like it never it never really changes anything. Like I feel like we we probably get to the same end point. I wonder. Yeah, dude, but I'm I, one. It's a that's what's always gonna happen. I mean, and two, and like, it's are you role playing or not? Like you you gotta go with it, or it's fucking lame. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get like, so I, like I get so I get so into that shit. So like I don't know. I just feel the the, the exact opposite. I love mm-hmm. that I get a little street kid thing every now and then, or like I invest so much into reflex because that's what gives me all the stats for my katana. So I have these random like uh, I can call people out sometimes when they're lying or like we'll get a quick little prompt where I can get say things, but it'll be like five seconds, um, mm-hmm. and. Man, I'm in love with the character. I'm, yeah. I fucking need her to call me back. How do you... Like, <laughs> I know katana, what you're talking about. As the katana main, how do you like not get blown up, shot at? Bro, you... Like, how are you not losing all your health? So there is a lot of stim packs. You know, you're, you're stocked up. And that, that, it's so easy to have a lot of stim packs. You know, yeah. I'm rolling with 40 if I go below 10... I just craft more and like I feel like I I never look for ingredients. I just have shit. Um, and my katana does high damage, like stupid damage. So on like pretty hard guys, it'll be like four slashes and they're done. And then my two secondary weapons are shotguns for like panic mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a ton of evasion. So while I'm running, like I just automatically dodge a bunch of shit. So I'm I'm running, double jumping, sliding, just fucking from dude to dude. Um and it works. Like that never works in games, you know? You want to yeah. do that? That's the dream. That's the fantasy and it's always a disappointment and I feel like I can actually fucking do it, dude. And I have the coldest fit. I sent you guys pictures of my outfits. Uh one's just my streetwear, one's for business. And, you know, I'm just a fucking cowboy ninja with a katana. Do you have a lot of body upgrades? Like those? Yeah. The, I forget what they call them. Yeah. So, like, because I know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, cyberware. Cyberware, yeah. Yeah. So, I unlocked, like, the double jump. There's, like, a different, different kinds of jumps you can unlock. There's, like, a charge jump. But I like the double jump for katana. It's a little faster. Um, I have... Probably a bunch of just passive ones, you know, that, like, increase crits or uh, give you more health. Um, oh, I have a bunch of stuff that goes towards my stamina. So, like, because every time I swing my blade, that's my ammo, basically. But now it's really not an issue. Um, so, yeah, just, like, I, I focus pretty much everything on that. And then a bunch of, like, body stuff, right, just to be strong so I can absorb shit as I'm running around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, like, nothing in tech. Nothing in cool, nothing in intelligence. It's all body and reflexes. 
I think I'm stealth, cool, uh, tech, and uh, the one for handguns. Oh, reflex. I think that's reflex, too. I think yeah, that's hand, handguns and assault rifles is reflexes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been yeah, messing with that. It's fun. I like uh, being able to hack everything. It also, like, I can open all these doors, which I think yeah. you can do, too, if you have a, if you go all in on strength. That's how I'm playing right now. I've got, like, 20 points in the body right now, so I can just, like, rip open any door. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm playing kind of similarly to Elmer, where I... I have a bunch in body and tech because tech gives you, I, I've been disassembling so much stuff. So tech is better for like uh, the engineering and it also gives like, it makes your armor more effective. Um, and I'm not playing fashion like fashion souls right here. I'm just, I'm putting on the best armor I can find all the time. Um, but I got the gorilla fists as my, for my cyberware. And those things are amazing because they scale super well with, uh, my body attributes and I uh, I started putting points into the traits that start like they regenerate my health every time I get a kill um, and I'm like I'm one-shotting dudes when when I charge up a fist it's like a one-shot when I get up <laughs> close to a guy uh, so I'm just running around punching people they're going flying um, I've got a shit ton of armor um, I also bought I gave myself a new skin that makes me immune to burns and also gives me like plus 200 armor or something Damn. so yeah, going full early, gorilla mode. Early in the game, I kept getting, you know, you they light you on fire or whatever. You get like those fucking yeah, the overheating hacks. hacks. The overheat yeah. hacks was fucking. I like it took me a little while to realize what was doing it. Yeah. Especially, dude, dude. I think in the like that first mission you do, where you go like the the deal was cut with decks and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's like I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was scary. Me? Yeah. There's a point though you can put into it where like, when now when someone tries to do that to you, they because they immediately get marked and they're like glowing orange through walls. So, like that. So I, I think that's like a tech one. So every now I still scan every single like tech thing or uh, skill tree um, to get like random shit here and there because um, mm-hmm. I think there's one that like too where like you get more money for hacking shit. And it's like, I'm not hacking a lot, but I might as well get that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, this game kind of rules, man. I, I like it. It, My PC barely fucking... Yeah. I mean, I this mean game it plays is like, fine, but... I'm, know, I'm playing yeah. on, on high settings right now, and I've got, like, a pretty beefy PC. I've got, like, the Intel, like, 8700K, got a water-cooled 1080 Ti, but I still, like, can't reliably hit 60 frames. Um, especially when I'm driving, when I'm driving, it gets down into like the thirties. Uh, but it was really bad for me on launch day. Like the first four hours that I was trying to play, I crashed like four times. I had to restart the mission four different times because the game breaking bug just happened. There was one point where I had to go kill like uh, a mob boss and I, you take an elevator up to get him to confront him. He fell through the floor. Uh, and you can't, like, take the elevator back down because you're locked up there and you're supposed to fight him. And the boss music is playing and I'm just like, I guess I'm just restarting this mission then. Um, thankfully, no crashes yet ever since, like, I got to Act 2. I haven't had a actual, like, crash to home screen, like, Windows. Mm-hmm. I've had to restart a bunch. 
Uh, I had in the heist mission, there was like a, a, a heavy armored guard who was just, I'm supposed to fight. He's got like a big Gatling gun looking thing. Uh, and he was there, but just not moving in the elevator. <laughs> it was like he had like the doors opened and there was his model, but like yeah. something didn't load in. So the boss music's playing. He just stood there. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't kill him. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, I think the Bethesda, it has a lot of Bethesda bugs. Cigarettes floating. Things yeah. just fucking staying <clears throat> in the air after someone lets go of them. Yeah. Uh, like, Someone on Twitter was pointing out, though, that, like, maybe this might be the funniest time to play the game, though, because, mm-hmm. like, some of the glitches, if they're not game-breaking, are hilarious. Uh, like, I love seeing, like, um, just cars spawn on the street. Just, like, I was driving by a, a police stop once and just, like, a stack of four cars spawned on top of a dude. And, like, he just went flying when they all crashed on top of him. I had, uh, the last time I played... I, uh, right before I got, I think there's a motorcycle from a main character Mm -hmm. that I got. I was on my way to do that. I stopped at a bar and in the parking lot out front, there was like people standing around supposed to be leaning on their car and they were like leaned as if the car was there, but the car was in the ground. Like, (laughs) like the hood of it sticking out of the, of the ground, uh, it's just funny. Like, some of the things in there, it's like, none of it's really game-breaking, but... Yeah. Like, those those bugs are fine. It's, I feel the same way I feel about Bethesda bugs. Like, I remember when Skyrim came out, and you get killed by a giant, and your corpse just goes to the moon. Like, I hope they never patch this out. This is amazing. Um, but my, my motorcycle is kind of buggy, where when you, when you summon it... Um, I'll walk out into the street to meet it, and then, like, when it stops, it just does, like, a double front flip, and then lands on its side. Like... <laughs> So, are you guys you are you guys have a better motorcycle? Like Elmer, you're using a different one, right? Not the one that's given to you that I'm using. No, I bought one. It was like twelve hundred bucks. I think you bought 000. the Akira motorcycle, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I bought the Akira one, the one that Hideo Kojima had on Instagram. Oh yeah, um, and it's fucking sick. But I'll use the other two every now and then. Um, and I finally fi- like I feel like I got just the feel for the motorcycle after driving it so much. So. I know how to take turns well, so it just feels so nice. And I'll, I'll, dude, I've been driving in the motorcycle a lot in first person, like a goddamn lunatic. And, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, my computer can barely handle it, but it is so fucking fun. Um, I love, I love it. I love driving. I kind of thought that there was flying cars. I could have sworn we saw a trailer with like a flying car, and for some we reason, probably did. It was a, it was a bug. <laughs> We could get flying cars in the game, but I mean, maybe well, like you know, maybe maybe it's like a Final Fantasy fifteen yeah. situation where the end game is a flying car. Is that the end game? You get the car, the, like you can actually fly the car in the Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You get wings for that bitch. You can just fucking transform into a plane anytime you want. It's awesome. Wow, I had no fucking idea. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the game is not worth it. <laughs> I played the demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake. That game's pretty fun. Do you think you're gonna it's, gonna play the the full game? Uh, eventually, maybe. If it ever if it goes on sale, I kind of want to check it out. Yeah, but the demo's fun. Any final thoughts on Cyberpunk before we head out? It's, it's a good, good game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's game. not like uh, I feel like same thing with The Last of Us, right? It's not 
maybe outside of Robbie. I thought it was good. <laughs> this is a pretty good to great game. I mean, I it's not put like them on the same level for me on like my my general hotness for them. Mm-hmm. Like it's um, I don't think either in my top three game of the year. You know, I don't think this is the, like people want an earth shattering game changer. Yeah, I mean, people wanted this to be like what Deus Ex was when it came out back in like two thousand like one. Just don't fucking get excited about anything, dude. Fuck. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with yeah. you guys? You have nothing to look forward to in your life. Just Stop. Fucking... <laughs> Just just try things and see if they're good. And if they're not, then just, like, fucking walk away. You know? And just refund it on the PSN. Yeah. And move on. Go play <laughs> uh, Diner Dash. You can find the show at Oak Pause. You can find Robert at... Robert Jr. Jr. on Twitter. Elmer. At Elmer is not mad on Twitter. You can follow Sam at SmathXX. And Cassie Sargent. Sam Wood Good. At Sergeant Cass. Until next time, stay golden. Dear gamers.